Welcome to Profiles, a three-part podcast that dives deep into the lives of promotional products professionals. Profiles is brought to you by Promo Journal, a division of Promo Corner. Promo Journal provides fresh, daily content from industry thought leaders. Blogs, videos, product features, and live content all in one convenient location. Weekly advertising opportunities are available. Contact sales at promocorner.com to get your message seen. Hello and welcome to our fourth series of Promo Corner's new podcast, Profiles, where we'll be talking with longtime industry professionals about their experiences and their take on the promotional products world today. I'm your host, Steve Woodburn, and we appreciate your taking time out of your busy day to schedule time with us. Our profile this month has been in our industry for 31 years. However, this wasn't their first or even second career. I've had three major careers in my life. Um, The first, I was a public school teacher in Atlanta, and um, and then I moved to St. Louis, Missouri and taught taught school, fourth grade and third grade and sixth grade, and my favorite was fourth. and I had these, this goal that I was going to be director of elementary education at a metropolitan school district. That was the goal. Our guest has been honored within the industry with the PPAI H. Ted Olson Humanitarian Award in 2019, as well as being the co-recipient of the PPAI Woman of Achievement Award in 2019. And she also holds an MAS, or Master Advertising Specialist Certification, created for those who pursue continuing education related to the field of promotional products. Outside the industry, her achievements are just as impressive, sitting on the boards of many prestigious organizations, as well as being honored with the Jackie Robinson Award by the Atlanta Braves, and included in the list of Top 100 Black Women of Influence. She's the founder and CEO of Accolades, Inc. in Atlanta, Georgia, and her name is Daryl Griffin. It was happenstance, as it is with so many in this business, that brought her into the world of branding when she worked at Xerox and bought employee recognition gifts. One of the roles of personnel at that time was to manage employee recognition And all of our managers had that as a requirement if you had direct reports. And I was one of those. And people used to call on me with this big bag of items that I could get a piece of water for crystal, or I could get an umbrella, or I could get this this whole array of items to reward and, and recognize my team. And I was intrigued. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves and start at the beginning. Daryl is a native Atlantan, born and raised here. My parents are, were, they're deceased now, native Atlantans and um, grew up here. An only child, um, very close to my mom and dad until I was 18 years old and I went away to college and um, that my mother was some sort of um, Renaissance woman for, the, for her time in many ways. And going away to college, uh, she stayed at home to go to college. Going away was a goal of hers. I was very content to have gone to Spelman College and stayed at home. 
but I will admit I did grow up being 750 miles from, from my parents. Despite her hesitation, Daryl packed up and left home to attend college in the show-me state. To uh, undergraduate school, I went to Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri. It sits in the college town with the University of Missouri, where I met my now husband. And um, graduate school to Washington University in St. Louis. And things do come full circle, Steve. I am now, for the past, I don't know how many years, a trustee at Stevens College. It is an all-women's school. Um, very tiny, very, very small, but we have had and currently have dynamic leadership of uh, this little teeny tiny uh, college founded in 1833. So we've been around a very, very long time and we've experienced um, decline in years. Not as many students go to high school or graduate from high school and not as many students aspire to a four-year institution. And the third thing is uh, not as many students are willing to go into debt to finance a liberal arts or other education. As she mentioned earlier, her goal was to run elementary education in a big city school district. So what happened? Things changed along the way. I uh, got out of graduate school and my husband um, was um, transferred. He was promoted to Rochester, New York. And as a Southern girl, um, where is Rochester, New York? And it's cold there. And even though I went to school in the Midwest where there was lots of snow and we lived in St. Louis where his first position was lots of snow, I now am going to more snow. So we get there and I'm getting ready to go back to graduate school because um, I know I'm going to be a principal and I know this path and um, I didn't quite get there. I got something even better. Two things. One, I went to work for Xerox Corporation there in Rochester, New York. And two, uh, our son was born there. She says leaving the world of education behind to enter the world of corporate America was a big change. But one she learned she really liked. I loved corporate America. I'll say it. A lot of people don't. I love corporate America and um, made a decision then that I'm going to stay in corporate America for the rest of my life. And, um, and my husband was transferred again. Um, and this time, as much as my parents loved him, they loved him even more because his transfer was to Atlanta, Georgia. And their only grandson and their only daughter was coming home. So now I need a job again. And um, I remained in corporate America with, uh, with Xerox Corporation uh, as Southeast Regional Manager. And I'm gonna use a word now that will date me, of personnel operations. And today it would be called talent management and human capital. If I told somebody I was over personnel, they would not, unless you were my generation, would even know that. And I enjoyed that career very, very much. I had um, 13 direct reports in seven states and we managed the hiring, the compensation, um, affirmative action, quality. There were a number of roles um, that we managed under um, personnel at that time. 
But there was one piece that was difficult for me to manage. As much as I loved my position, I loved the people, I planned to stay with Xerox until I retired. Uh, but the travel physically was um, a lot. I made the decision to leave. It was extremely difficult, extremely difficult, um, and start my own company. And that's in the promotional products business. But before she left Xerox and the corporate world behind, she needed to learn more about this industry she was going to commit herself to. Uh, the Internet was not that. This is uh, late 80s. It was not that um, prevalent. So I went to our good old fashioned library and read as much as I could about the advertising specialty industry, because we were not the branded merchandise promotional products industry. And, um, and I went to my boss one day and said, I needed to, um, I needed to take some time away. I was very candid. I was headed to the Jacob Javits Convention Center to the premium show. Could not spell premium. And I took um, three days vacation and my husband and I went to New York and I walked in this giant convention center and said, he's, he remembers it to this day. And I turned to him and I said, I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a different career path that I know nothing about. And um, I met a guy here in Atlanta who's deceased now named Tom Lummis. And Tom Lummis was a multi-line rep. He knew my husband from uh, something else. And um, I started selling five items, Waterford Crystal, Hartman luggage, uh, Mont Blanc pins. There were five high-end things. And along the way, Tom said to me, I got a lady you need to meet. She is just it in this industry. So of course, I would love to meet her. And her name was Janelle Nevins. Were Janelle still with us today, she would be a guest on Profiles, as she was one of the first women to make this industry a place where women could excel and find a home, as Daryl quickly learned. But the one thing Janelle Nevins did for me that I will always be grateful for is she said, tell you what, I know you have your own company. I know you're whatever. But Come to, come to Nevin's marketing, to our staff meetings, so you get to meet the reps. Wow. The other thing she did for me, there, this was not a formal mentoring program. This was a woman helping another woman. This was a humanitarian thing. This was not about sexism or classism or company size. She said, if you want to go to Dallas, you can go to Dallas under the Nevin's name. I guess I can say this after all those years. So Daryl went to the PPAI show in Dallas, the same show that now resides in Las Vegas, but was much smaller at the time. But being a newbie to the industry, Daryl made a rookie mistake. Um, I embarrassed Janelle at the end of the day. Uh, she took me around to all the major suppliers. I met everybody at any major company. She spent an entire morning introducing me. The end of the day, I know I embarrassed her. I'm brand new, and what did I do? Collected every catalog I could find, every. There were, so we were coming out of the convention center. Janelle boarded the shuttle bus to take us back to the hotel. 
I step up behind her. And when I step up behind her, all of my catalogs spill out in the aisle. I know she was horrified. I, I was horrified. But being the, the kind, gentle, wonderful person that she was, she smiles and she and many others stand to help me gather this library of catalogs. Total embarrassment. I think Joel Schaefer, someone was on that shuttle and everybody is in the aisle because they knew I was the newbie. I gave it away right there that I, I had 8 million of them. I will always be grateful for the number of things that a person I didn't know uh, stepped forward to help me get this business going. I will forever be grateful to Janelle Nevins. I was honored when asked to help induct her into the Gap Hall of Fame. Um, and we were friends to the end. Um, but she will always be in my heart for how people can help people. And Janelle always said to me, I don't view you as a competitor. I view you as a colleague. I will never forget that. They remain dear friends until Janelle's untimely death in 2012. But Daryl will always remember her kindness and willingness to help, which aided Daryl getting started in her third career. So that's how I got my start in this industry. My first is a public school teacher, my second in corporate America, and my third, um, now my 31 years in the promotional products industry, which was... Um, a very quick start because of a wonderful person um, in this industry called Janelle Nevins. She was the perfect school teacher for me, uh, the, the perfect role model, the perfect conduit and connector to this wonderful industry. And that's how I got here. And I'm here 31 years later. In our next episode with Daryl, she talks about being a woman in the 90s and dealing with men who thought she should be at home or working with her husband. First question. Uh, so what does your husband do? So, you know, I can't show any expression. I said, um, he owns a small business. Oh, um, well, what kind of business is he in? Oh, okay. okay, question number two. So I said, well, he's in plastics packaging, uh, industrial film and whatever. And he goes, and why aren't you in business with him? She'll also divulge how she came up with the name of her company and how she differentiates her business from the competition. From all of us here at Promo Corner, thanks for listening to Profiles. I'm Steve Woodburn. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Profiles. Join us again as we continue to explore the lives of people who have impacted our industry. Profiles was brought to you by Promo Journal, a division of Promo Corner. Promo Journal provides fresh, daily content from industry thought leaders. Blogs, videos, product features, and live content all in one convenient location. Weekly advertising opportunities are available. Contact sales at promocorner.com to get your message seen.